Jai Meher Baba. In our podcast, Meeting Meher Baba, we feature those who met Avtar Meher Baba, spent time with him and shared glimpses of his life, work and teachings. My name is Noshirwan Anzar and I invite you to keep visiting the Beloved Archives website to tune in to recordings from a collection preserved for over 50 years. If you wish to receive updates of upcoming podcasts, please sign up for our newsletter. We offer these podcasts freely and your support really makes a difference. To donate, please visit our website www.belovedarchives.org Dina, you were with Baba when he had one of his accidents, weren't you, in America? Yes, the, the, the first time in 1952. But I think I must go back a bit for you to sort of get the whole picture of that. Mm-hmm. Baba was in the new life then, and he decided to come out for a short period. What was, what was the new life exactly? What's well, it was a period when Baba said he was hopeless and helpless and he took just a few with him who were pre- prepared to obey him in everything. And they had, to de- they had nothing. They just went in a caravan and some walked behind. And Baba was then human and not able to use... He, he deliberately, as far as I can understand it, renounced his God powers to live as a human being. Well, he then decided to come out of that for a short period and go to America with taking a few special women for the first time. They'd been to Europe, but not to America. And I was asked to go. Dr. William Donkin was sent in advance to England first and then to America to prepare the way. And I met Baba in New York. He had Mehra Mani, Dr. Goher, um, Maru, and Kitty and Rondo with him. Those were the only ones he brought apart from the men. And we went down to Myrtle Beach, which was just ready for the dedication to Baba and the big opening. It wasn't as you've seen it now because there were just a few little bungalows. There was this big barn where they held meetings. The library, of course, came at a later date. And Baba's house, which had soundproof rooms, actually. Well, we went there and Baba said he was going to travel right through to Hollywood and that we would all go with him. But during the time at the center, uh, Baba saw all the people in America, first of all individually, one was Mershida Deuce and her, her group, Phyllis Frederick, the Winterfelds, all these people had been waiting to meet Baba and they were, had individual interviews. Then Baba threw open the barn and people came from all over and just passed by him and were given his sort of darshan. This was opening the Myrtle Beach Center. This was the actual official opening of Myrtle Beach. And it, it's a magnificent place, which was given to Elizabeth originally by her father. And Baba said he had to have this big center, which would be the chief one in the world, uh, would be in America, but it had to be virgin soil. 
and Elizabeth just had this place. It has two lakes, its own uh, beach. Yeah. And since then, of course, they've gradually built more and more. It's now completely full all the time. Well, Barbara held this big opening, and then he decided that we were to start off on this trek to Hollywood. And the men, apart from Siroj, were sent in advance to make a mount. In the first car was Elizabeth driving the car, Baba, Meher, Amali, and Maru. And in the second car, Siroj was driving with myself, Kitty Rano, and Dr. Gohair. And Baba had said that we had to have a rendezvous every day to meet him at specific points was terribly important. but. We, and we had to obey that, but we didn't really take it quite seriously because we thought, well, suppose we don't meet, we know we're going to meet at Beha Mount. Well, on the morning of the accident, Baba was, whenever Baba's doing special work, his face get, used to get dark and he was walking up and down, up and down. And as we got in the car, he said, you must be at this rendezvous at the right time, otherwise I'll never speak to any of you again. So we thought, we used to stop for drinks of Coca-Cola and visiting the powder room. And we did hurry up, but we were actually a bit late for the rendezvous. And Sir Roach was getting terribly uneasy, and then suddenly I heard him say, oh my God, what's that? And I didn't take it in at the start, but on the bank, we saw Baba lying and Meheran and Mani, and we jumped up, there were a crowd there already, and Baba uh, was quite injured. We didn't know how badly then, and so was Meheran. And Elizabeth was in the car, leaning over the, um, what do you call it, the steering wheel. So I had a little pillow and I put that at the back of Baba's head, and that got his blood on it. And that I presented to the center, because Baba had said that his, after it, his blood had to be shed on American soil. On and, also, <laughs> and also, it happened right in the heart of America. Yeah, they tell me it's near the center. It, yes, and there was a little hospital there run privately by a Dr. Burleson, and it was incredible the way he responded because was, he gave up his private sitting room and he was terribly impressed with Barbara. They did everything for us and the rest of us stayed at a motel na nearby and we used to come in every day. To, and it was the first time that, apart from Mehara, the Indian woman, Marnie, shared a room with me and we used to meet the men for lunch. So that was the beginning of a sort of loosening up. Yeah. Well, eventually, then Barbara was taken back to Elizabeth's private house and he had injured his leg and his arm, his nose was broken and his palate. And he was in great pain and I left before he went to New York, even though he was so badly injured, he insisted on giving interviews in New York. And that was when Gabriel Pascal uh, eventually did come and see him, because yeah. he'd missed him in Hollywood. 
I returned to England because Bavad said he would stay in England uh, and see all the new people also who, you know, were waiting to meet him. And we engaged a suite at the Rubens Hotel. Yeah. And uh, the Will and Mary Backett were in charge of the interviews and they had a room at the Charing Cross Hotel. So all the new people there who hadn't, who'd heard of Barbara, uh, came up for their special interviews. Well, Charmian and I were in charge of seeing that the Meher and Marnie were taken round and saw a bit. And we went, as she described, to Madame Tussauds, to Kew Gardens, to Richmond. Um, we visited the theatres because Marnie particularly wanted to see South Pacific. Why, why, why did you actually come to Kew Gardens and Richmond? Because my flat was opposite Kew Gardens, so I brought them home to tea there. <laughs> and uh, they loved Kew Gardens anyway. And um, uh, we went to South Pacific, but the difficulty there was that Baba had to have a man, uh, Dr. Duncan, in attendance, so I had to engage special seat because he couldn't sit with Mehra where Mehra was. So I had to have special seats and then aisle um, seats for Baba because his foot was still in plaster and to get him in and out of the taxi was a major operation. So we went to South Pacific, a horse show, especially for Mehra because she loves horses. And Baba used to say, Mehra on the horse at once, she was such a marvellous rider. And we went to Rosemary on Ice. And again, I had a little box for Baba. <laughs> the women and Donkin sat a little away. What else did we see? Oh, we went to the Kew Theatre. We saw a show that was on there. And then a show at the Vaudeville Theatre with Richard Attenborough. Mm -hmm. And also we went on a day's excursion to Stratford-on-Avon. In the meantime, Baba was meeting all these new people, which were the Hopkinsons, Mary Parry, Fred Marks, yeah. All those who are not with Molly and Douglas yeah. Eve. Did he go to anywhere else other than London, Stratford, East Chalicombe? Uh, Barbara only went to East Chalicombe right. and then London. How did, he, how did he used to travel to England? Did he come by boat or by plane? or Boat. By boat. And where did that arrive? Southampton? Um, well, the first one arrived at Marseille. And then Herbert Davy and Meredith Starr met him and brought him to London Victoria Station, where he was met by Kitty Davy and taken to her home. So he came on a boat train from Marseille? Yes. I see. And then he, he stayed two nights at 32 Russell Road, and it was there that Margaret met him. And then he went down to East Chalicombe and met a group of people mm. there, cut short his stay, of course. He was there, supposed to be there a year, and came back to 32 Russell Road and stayed there 10 days. You used that to was when I was with him. You used to travel to India by boat, didn't you? When you yes. Went. How long did that take? Um, two weeks by through a P&O and three by uh, the anchor line. Through the Su Suez? Through oh, the yes. oh. The first trip we took, when the group of us went out in 1933, the Americans met us a general, I think it was, and we all travelled together on an Italian ship.
to, to Bombay and then it, it was terribly hot and we had instructions for Bob of, you know, what we should do or not do and we should suck limes and all sorts of things. So, uh, rather digressed <laughs> from the accident. Yeah. What, what, I mean, would it be fair to say that the accident or the suffering incurred by the accident had special significance as a, I don't know, a crucifixion for the West or suffering specifically for the West? I would think by having the accident that Baba was taking on a certain yeah. amount of it, of, yeah. of the suffering, but his expression was so extraordinary. Uh, one of the Indian men described what happened in the second accident he had and he said that Baba looked radiant but it was something different uh, in that because he allowed everything to be done but he, his eyes were as if he was seeing something else in the distance he was Baba and yet it was as if he was doing this universal work to make some upheaval in America I know there's much more to it than yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, I I Elizabeth, if you're there, she hardly ever wants it to be discussed because she said there's so much more than we know that she feels we might be giving a wrong impression. Yeah. And it was the first time that Mehra had suffered. Yeah. She had marvellous health, and Baba said that, uh, you know, she had never... Nothing had been, right. in that way, had been put on her before. Yeah. So that alone had both the Baba as the God-man and Mehra's representing his intuitive female side, both suffered, were yeah. very badly injured on American soil. In the second accident, only the men were injured with Baba, and Dr. Nilu died in that injury. That was in India, wasn't it? That was in India, and Baba had said, that in the West, the women were more spiritual than the men, but in the East, the men were more spiritual. Than the women? I don't, than the women. I don't know what significance <laughs> that had with the accident, but certainly in the West, it, it, it's the women who yeah. he used. He yeah, seems well, to use them much more for his work than the men. Yes, as we were saying, I mean, the, uh, really at the head of all the centres, or not the head of all the centres, but it's women that run the centres. Yes. I mean, there was Noreen and Elizabeth. Then, when Noreen died, Kitty was taken, because Kitty and her brother were two of the important ones in England. And Herbert English, Davies, Herbert Davy. Yeah. He left Barbara after a time, but Kitty was the rock. And uh, she she's still like a rock. She like she's a, a dynamo. I mean, she's a woman of over 80 now, and she's incredible. And she was uh, wanted to stay in India with Baba when he went back after 1952, but he didn't allow that. He said her place was at Myrtle Beach. Irano was the only... The only one, Western. yes. Yes. There, there, were, there were men disciples from the West, weren't there, or what we know as the West? Well, Francis Dr. Donkin and Francis Brabazon, yeah. who apparently, he was a Sufi, and apparently Baba made him the Merchant of Australia. But I don't think he uses it at all. But he has the same, uh, what do you call it, status 
there as yeah. Ivy Dews has. That's yeah. <coughs> interesting. I think Baba has now given him the task of putting God speaks into poetry, I think, or something like that. <laughs> 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 Was you ever, um, I heard that Baba sometimes did some work when he was with people, and that sometimes he used to wear a cloak, like if he was driving around, and he'd pull it over himself when he had some inner work to do, like on the planes. Were you ever with Barbara when something like that I happened? Not about a clue, or, but well, a big there were times in the early days when he covered his face. Yeah. And often he, he said he didn't want to be recognised, so he used to wrap a turban round his head. Oh. And I think there's a picture of weird glasses, I think. Really? And he... he well, I think that was all. Yeah. But mostly, uh, people saw Barbara doing his work. Yeah, yeah. You've seen it in films when he's doing yeah, that. Yeah, when he's doing Suddenly, he's they have to put him down when the dancers were carrying him, and then his eyes get that look far away, and he starts like that, and they put him down. Yeah. 